Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Welcome back. <laughs> yes. We got our guest Jay Block in the studio with us, and uh, we're talking about all kinds of things. Actually, we're, we're just going off my uh, off my outline. Off so, script? Uh, off script. It's like, oh, that's okay. I don't care. It's like, you know, I literally thought about this stuff on the way into the studio today and talked about it on my streaming broadcast on the way to the studio. And it's like, I got to thinking about it. And it's like how they use things as political footballs, just, you know, just like racism and everything else. And it's like, but, but anyway, so we were on this topic of uh children and this gender affirming care you know i talked about this thing a while back in which california which oh my god they're the worst over there that gavin newsom in, in which he we're signed, going that way yeah we are going that way he signed this law in this this thing in the law in california which legalizes the kidnapping of children from other states and bringing them to california for gender affirming care in which the california government will not enforce any extradition Unbelievable. And parents have no rights. Yeah, None. and California is taking rights away from parents as well. And again, getting back to this, you know, the left will say if you're, you know, you're obviously transphobic because the left has no legitimate logical argument. All they do is just throw crap at you which they know is untrue you know if you if you disagree with them you're a homophobe a transphobic Phobe, a racist a whatever. racist I, I, I've been a white called, supremacist uh, yeah i've been called it all and, and yeah and i don't really care because the more they say those names the less relevant uh, they are because you know ra- the, the term racist has been so diluted oh it has no, it means no, nothing it anymore. means nothing anymore yeah but you know i really feel bad for these for these children, but I, I don't blame them. I don't blame their parents. I blame the the system, the indoctrination by the government uh, of schools, um, of these um, uh, non-government entities that are pushing this, the media that's pushing this, um, you know, Hollywood is pushing this, and and these children are, are vulnerable. And they're like, you know what? I I kind of sometimes maybe I like to dress as in in boy clothes or, or girl clothes and maybe I like to play with Tonka trucks. Maybe I like to play with maybe maybe I'm not who I'm supposed to be. And then they're like, Well, I gotta talk to my mom and dad and you know, mom and dad wants to support their kid, but don't do don't do this by mutilating your kid. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where you get the kid, you know, the young child's counseling. Yeah. And you don't take them to a hospital to get puberty blockers. Um, you know, it's amazing that we're gonna let children make these life changing in these parents life changing decisions that are going to impact your children's life but yet minors can go get an abortion without parental consent well and see that's the thing that concerns me the most about this is you've got adults uh you know adults that are corrupt you've got you've got pharma you've got you've got the doctors that want to make money off of this stuff Mm -hmm. and the problem is is the children they're the one that end up being the victims in this it's like if if yes if a child is having these kind of thoughts and needs to talk to someone they need to talk to their parents they need to go to a counselor they need to get a significant amount of of counseling to to work through it say okay what what are you thinking why are you thinking this Mm -hmm. you know and work through the problem it's like maybe they maybe that's really maybe that really is how they feel or maybe it's not but but you need to know that for sure before you go and change them for their entire life it's like yeah. you know if if they make a mistake that's a mistake that's irreversible and uh, and then their life their 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 dating life their marriage life their their idea of having children all of that goes out the window and how many times have you seen these people do these videos and say they are they wish they never did it they felt like they were lied to it happens a lot they were pushed i mean even adults uh, i can't remember the the guy's name but we were talking off air about this navy seal 
mm-hmm. um, who who be, you know I'm not going to he became a woman he transitioned to become what what he thought was a woman I, I'm not going to call him a woman because I don't he's not he's still a man in my uh, if he changed his name to like Caitlyn Jenner Bruce Jenner mm-hmm. Caitlyn Jenner's a man if she wants to be called or he wants to be called Caitlyn fine but don't sit there and pretend that's a woman and you expect me to believe and if I don't believe in I'm transphobic you know where's your science <laughs> Bruce Jenner is a man Caitlyn Jenner is a man and uh, and I'll respect uh, Caitlyn by calling Caitlyn Caitlyn but you know I you know these these laws that we're seeing in Florida I, I really support a lot because I don't want to see any minors get mutilated because minors are not capable of making these life-changing um, decisions uh, at all. I mean, even people, quite frankly, in their 20s or 30s sometimes aren't capable of making these decisions. But if you want to do that in your 20s or 30s, uh, who am I to stop you? Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're a, a minor and a child, uh, I, I think there's got to be some some laws that say, nope, um, not happening. You have to be an adult. And for these doctors and hospitals to prey on these children and mutilate them uh, for profit, um, and these drug companies to do it to you know to stop uh, the development of the human body for profit, it's evil, it's disgusting, and, and it has to stop. You know the whole th- the, the the scary thing is it's all experimental, all of it. You know, yeah. and, and it, like the thing is they're talking about these puberty blockers. Well, we're just taking a pause. That's that's the thing I've heard them say. But the thing is is like. When you're growing up, you know how you go through that certain phase in your life in which uh, puberty kicks in and changes occur, and then it stops at some point, you know? So, okay, you're going to do these puberty blockers, and you're going to interrupt that cycle, and then they're trying to say, oh, well, yeah, but later on we can always discontinue the puberty blockers and everything. Well, no, it doesn't work that way. You know, and they try to make you believe this. You know, I was listening uh, in a congress- congressional hearing this morning about uh, this one kid that had been literally given one counseling session and then instantly put on puberty blockers, and, and, and they started the process. And, and now this, this girl has grown up, and her life has been ruined, and, and she's like, gosh, I—, I I just I made a mistake. It's like, and they literally gave me one and, counseling session, and then just said, and, "Oh, well, yeah, this is what you need to do." And yeah, she did make a mistake, and yeah. she's going to be she's going to be uh, responsible for that mistake for the rest of her life. But where's the accountability for those healthcare providers? Yeah, it, there is none. Yeah, they're laughing their way all the way to the bank. There is no consequences at all. No, and you know if they make you wait till twenty one before you can legally drink. Why don't they make you wait till 21 before you make a life-altering decision like that? Yeah. Yeah, if you're not mature enough to make a decision to have a beer, Mm -hmm. but you're mature enough to mutilate your body, it (laughs) it makes no sense to me at all. So, you know, the point I'm making is that kids should be allowed to explore being a kid and go through whatever phases they go through. They shouldn't be indoctrinated. They shouldn't be, they shouldn't be, they shouldn't have ideas planted in their head to to guide them on a course to making a wrong decision. And, and it shouldn't be talked about in the schools. No. I, I have a serious problem with that because, I, I mean, we've seen during, the, the one thing about COVID that I thought was a rather um, eye-opening experience was, Parents saw what was going on in the schools and what they were learning, and they fre- and people freaked out 
which is why now you see so many people exiting the public school system because uh, they just don't trust it and they, they know teacher unions only care about money and making sure they elect the, their Democrat politicians to protect them. They don't care about the kids. Well, they're all fighting to get into charter schools now. But why, no. why, am I gonna, why do I want some teacher who I don't know, I don't know his or her values, talking to my kid about his or her values? I'm the parent. I'm the father. I'm the mother. It's, this is our house. This is our child. It's not yours. You don't have control. Shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. Teach my child what he or she needs to know to be prepared to go out into the real world to get a job and to build a life. Well, not only that, Jay, but you are, as a parent, you are ultimately responsible for any consequences that child goes through. So if somebody else goes behind your back and allows your child to do something that you as a parent should have a say-so in, and the consequences turn out really, really bad, and then you suddenly are finding yourself in debt with hundreds of thousands of dollars to correct the issue, you're responsible for what that other person did to your kid. Well, I would also say if you're a parent and you let your minor child uh, go through that, you're a bad parent. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, what about the parents that go to the school boards and stand there and demand that they stop these perversions and teaching their children sexual stuff? That those are good parents. No, now they're on the terrorist watch list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're yeah. all considered you know, terrorists. And, and, and by the way, the school systems, we saw what happened in Loudoun County. Do you remember that with the rape in the bathroom? It was a, yeah, remember it was that. a, a boy who said he was a girl, went into the girl's bathroom, raped a girl the school tried to cover it up because it didn't fit the narrative of of, of transgender mm-hmm. and the school superintendent had to resign i mean it was disgusting what happened uh back there in in loudon county mm-hmm. and you have to wonder how many other school districts is uh, are they covering up things in regards to this because it goes against the narrative these these kids who are going through this again i have complete sympathy for these people that are going through this uh it's a mental health issue they have to get the right help to help them get through this issue. Well, yeah, I like the father that saw this uh, young man following his daughter into the bathroom, and he went in there, and he goes, well, I identify as a woman, and he beat him to a pulp. And that, this is things that we have to take in. This is protecting your children. So you didn't have a gun, but he's bigger. And he did beat him up for following his daughter into the woman's bathroom and identifying as a woman. He was dressed as a man. He was going there with ill intention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly that's. But if you take it into your own hands, you're a domestic terrorist. I I think that's a good dad. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's a a dad protecting his family. That's right. I'm not going to trust this this kid who thinks he's a woman. Mm -hmm. You want me to trust him alone in the bathroom with my daughter? You out of your Vulcan mind? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just just give me a break. (laughs) So anyway, the point I'm making is they're using they're using something that's a very personal issue and turning it into a big a big controversial issue in which they can use it as a political It's almost football. kind of a diversion because there's so much other stuff going on where yeah. this is almost a diversion yeah. um, because it affects, you know, you know, such a small, small... Um, very small. Very small minority I looked up the number. It's like way less than 1% that are legitimate yeah. cases of yeah. this. Yeah, but, so, but, you know, inflation affects everybody. But now they're turning it into a fad, kind of like tattoos years ago when everybody started doing that. It's like, you know, when, when, I, when I was a kid... Uh, people with tattoos were either sailors or prisoners or, or, or ex-convicts yeah. or bikers, you know. Yeah. So they're turning this into a fad, and it's like, well, if you're not uh, if you're not this, then you're just not cool. Yeah, all three of my kids have tattoos. I don't have any tattoos. I don't either. Not a single one. No. I, yeah. I never had my ear pierced. I mean, I guess I was a... 
a boring. You're just a square. I'm just a square. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah. military guy. <laughs> yeah, I did other dumb stuff as a kid. I'm sure. Well, yeah, I did. <laughs> so. Hey, so yeah. what do you think about? The, did you watch any of this oversight hearing with the with the people from Twitter? I I did. I watched some of that, and it was incredible. And I will tell you that um, there's there's two Congress women that stood out to me on this oversight. It's Congresswoman Luna of the 3rd Congressional in Florida. She's a freshman. And Congresswoman Mace from South Carolina. Uh-huh. Um, watch these two women. They are really, really good. And, oh, okay. And, and Chairman Comer, I thought, has been doing a phenomenal job. But Congressman Mace um, talked to uh, one of the four uh, Twitter idiots uh, that were on there. And... They we could were, just call them Twitterits. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter, Twitterits. Twitterits. And, you know, because they were censoring medical doctors, you know, these people are educated at, right. you know, Harvard and Stanford. And I mean, it doesn't mean they're better than anyone that goes to, you know, UNM Medical School. But, you know, they were talking about um, questioning COVID and saying this is not what we're seeing. And they were being silenced and um, censored by Twitter. So she asked, are you a doctor? Are you, I know, I saw are that you, one. Are, are you, you a doctor? Where, where'd you go to med school? Uh, I didn't. Well, you're telling me that you're fact-checking somebody who went to Harvard and Stanford Medical School? Who, who, who do you think you are? Right. Uh, it's a unbelievable. And <laughs> we were told when Jack Dorsey, the chairman at the time, sat there and said, we're not shadow banning, we're not censoring. It turned out to be another lie Total from big lie. tech. And by the way, we also knew Zuckerberg even admitted in front of Congress that the FBI was working with Facebook and obviously working with Twitter to discount uh, so many stories. By the way, the Hunter Biden laptop, we were told Russian disinformation, Russian disinformation turned out to be a lie. Kind of like in 2016, the Russian collusion turned out yeah. to be a lie. Yeah. These lefties like Adam Schiff, who's a complete piece of crap, yeah. um, you know, he, he deserved to be thrown off uh, uh, that committee. But you and I might disagree. I think uh, Speaker um, uh, McCarthy, McCarthy was wrong to uh, kick Elon Omar off the House Foreign Affairs Committee. Uh, I do. I, I think she should be on that committee. Oh, uh, is it, oh Elon? That's her first name. Yeah, Elon? she she got kicked off the House Foreign Affairs Committee. You think she? Sh- you don't think she should have been kicked off? Absolutely not. Why? She's a communist. It, so where does it say she's not covered under the under the First Amendment? Listen, she's a racist. Mm-hmm. She's a bigot. She's disgusting. But she has a right to say whatever she wants to say. Yeah, you got a point there. And she should be on. And if you're going to kick her off, you go through the due process of kicking somebody off. Uh, Nancy Pelosi kicked off two people off the January 6th committee without due process. Just kicked them off because uh, she didn't like them. Yeah, she didn't want Jim Jordan on the committee. Right. And it's but like, I love Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan's great. Yeah. But for McCarthy to use the same heavy-handed tactics against Elon Omar, I mean, I'm sticking up for her. Yeah. Uh, she should be on that House Foreign Affairs Committee. She's a complete idiot. She's yeah. stupid. But you know what? She has every single right to be a racist and to be a bigot. Yeah, that's true. She does. And she should be on that Foreign Affairs Committee. Now, when it comes to Eric Solwell on the House Intel and Shift, yeah, Shift, he, he became, you know, he was a liar and he got caught in a lie. So his integrity is in question and he should be kicked off the House Intelligence well, Committee. Well, not to mention, but he had connection with, uh, with well, his, Chinese. Well, his, his trustworthiness was so. in question. Same thing with Solwell sleeping with a Chinese spy. Right. That's different. There's that there they have access to some some of the nation's um, most guarded secrets and they're and they are no longer trustworthy. But Elon Omar, 
for all the stupid crap she has ever said. And uh, done. And done. Mm-hmm. That like marrying your brother. <laughs> like marrying your brother. That doesn't mean that she is not protected yeah. under the Constitution. And, has, and I think what McCarthy did was wrong. And that's how I look at it. No, I, I, yeah, I think I agree with you. Well, you didn't at first, did you? Well, no, I had to think about it. I mean, I, I, at first I'm thinking about how much I despise this woman. Oh, I despise but, her. But at the same time, no, I've, I've said the same thing. Over the past couple of years that I've been on the radio, I've had people, you know, previously, they'd call into my show, and they, they would call me fascist and things like that. And, and, and it's like, okay, um, I'm going to let you speak. Why do you think I'm a fascist? And I ask them, please describe to me what, what about me is a fascist. Do you know what a fascist is? And it's like, I believe in letting these people speak because they have a, a First Amendment right to speak. I'm always standing up for the First Amendment and the Second Amendment and the Bill of Rights and all of that stuff. So I would be a hypocrite if I was to say that these people don't have a right to speak. Yeah. I, I will say I also think that McCarthy has done a phenomenal job as speaker. I think he, he has, too. He has surprised me. Yeah. And um, I'm very happy with him as speaker, but I, I just disagree um, with that vehemently uh, to kick her off the House yeah. Foreign Affairs Committee. Well, if anything, she should have been left on just to, to show people. To look stupid. Exactly, and, and to look a, stupid. And AOC, speaking of this committee you're talking about, AOC looked extremely stupid oh, once my gosh. again. Crazy. With, uh, well, you know, this this half-fake half news story, the Hunter Biden, that well, Twitter. Uh, well, here, uh, yeah, this is what she said. I, I made a note here because I watched a majority of this thing. She was outraged over the flow of information on Twitter, okay, and she claimed that data on the Hunter laptop was fake, was half-fake. I think she said maybe not that exact term, but but she she claimed that there were there was fake data on that Hunter Biden's laptop. I don't know where she gets the idea that it's fake. Oh, okay. I'm just so, I'm just glad that she Omar's gone. I mean, I know that maybe he it was wrong that he did that, but I mean, he's gonna probably make a few mistakes. I'm glad she said she's gone. I think a lot of people are very glad she's gone. Oh well, yeah. So, like, another thing that AOC said is she was talking about how that, and this is what a a justification they were using on Twitter, too, in which people's opinions, in, in, in the opinion of these Twitter executives, that, well, that could possibly incite violence. Well, you know, anything can incite violence. People can be triggered by the weirdest things that you say to them. It's like, you know, I've talked to people before and said something that it's like, then suddenly it's like they just go into a fit of rage, like, wow, I didn't realize I was going to get that reaction from that. Mm-hmm. But, but the thing, you can't. You can't use that as justification to censor and silence people because, well, I think that might cause people to be violent. Well, anything can cause people to be violent. That's true. I was just very proud of him that he stood there while Biden was lying through his teeth about everything that he's done, all the wonders he's created, the millions of jobs. And he stood there and he tried very hard not to roll his eyes or puke. He just stood there and said like... Oh, you're talking about McCarthy and the State of the Union. I was going to get into that. You kind of jumped into the State of the Union there. there. I was was (laughs) proud of him. Yeah, (laughs) I I was too. (laughs) Let's finish with the OC. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But... um. So she was talking about how that they were that these people's tweets were inciting violence against gay and trans transgender and other people, and it's like, really? Are we gonna if if you're gonna if you're gonna start saying stuff like that? That's you know we're gonna be censoring everybody for everything. Kind of like the thing the other day with the with the university we were talking about how they're banning certain words. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's that same 
crazy mentality. mentality. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, did you see how Marjorie Taylor uh, Green was dressed for the for the thing? She was wearing like this white, all white oh, outfit. Oh yeah, I did. She see she that. was mocking uh, Joe Biden on the balloon thing. Uh, yes. And then <laughs> before she went in, she was actually holding an an inflated white balloon. And didn't she call him out several times? Oh yeah, yeah. she did. Yeah. yeah, she did. So so she said, I I saw her being interviewed on OAN, and she's she's standing there in her white outfit with her white balloon, and she <laughs> says, I don't think the security is going to let me take this balloon in there with me. <laughs> like, I love Marjorie Taylor. Well, Green. you have to have a sense of humor through the whole thing you do oh, you, you do crazy did did you see marjorie taylor green's uh, white bl- white balloon that she had was carrying around congress no i didn't see that oh yeah she she was totally making fun of, of biden she she comes in and if you saw the uh the the hearings with the facebook or the twitter people marjorie taylor green you might have seen her sitting there in this white outfit with like white fur all white at well, the state of the unions no 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 this was actually at the uh on the oversight hearing was it was it at the State of the it Union? It was a State of the state Union. Of was the it the State of the Union yes. that she did that? Okay. I get the t- I've been getting yeah, the Yeah, because she confused. yelled out liar. Right, liar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Which, it. She was right. The guy, Biden, totally lied. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was full of lies. Well, you know, it's you know he sit there and uh, criticized Republicans about wanting to, you know, get rid of, um, you know, Medicare and Social Security and Medicaid and all that stuff. And I posted on my Twitter yesterday a 1995 uh, video of Biden in the Senate. And by the way, 1995, he was already in the Senate for 23 years. So uh, let that sink in. Well, but, you know, he's like, hey, I've tried to, you know, I've tried to freeze these programs, not once, not twice, not three times, but four times to freeze veteran uh, benefits, to freeze Medicare, and sure. Medicare and Social Security. <laughs> right. And, and by the way, everybody, I'm going to have uh, the document in which I have a link to to that article in which actually Biden was actually pushing for the sunsetting of Social Security. Yeah, absolutely. And yet he's making this claim, which is a false claim, on Republicans that they want to sunset Social Security. He's got to have a huge nose. <laughs> You think so? He's got to have a huge nose. You know, there's a lot of people that think that that's not really Biden. They're thinking it's a guy with a rubber mask. Nah. Have you heard that conspiracy? Yeah, I don't believe that. I, I'm not. I, yeah, I think like, it's ridiculous. It's like, I, I, yeah. I, it got me actually staring if at him. If that's true, he, this guy, that, who was ever impersonated, you mean he's worse than the real Biden? I, I know. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> well, I believe in cloning, so we could discuss this. Yeah. Re- remember the Remember the old episodes of Mission Impossible? I've never seen it. You're kidding me. You've never seen those? I've never seen it. Oh, my God. They're awesome. You I should watch them. I was more into, like, Mr. Ed, Leave it to Beaver, Gilligan's Island, Brady Bunch. <laughs> He's $6 million dollar man. <laughs> I think, I, I know the kind of stuff you like, Jay. You should try watching them. I think you'll love them. All right. Okay. But they do these, they do these fake, they, they fake these people out. Like, literally, what they'll do is they'll take a bad guy. And they'll they'll somehow drug his drink or something like that. And then while he's drugged and passed out, they'll put him in a on a fake stage where he thinks he's someplace that he's not, and they totally play this fake on him, getting to admit a crime. But one the reason I brought that up is because I was talking about the rubber mask thing. They use a lot of these rubber masks in, in Mission Impossible and these things are flawless. I mean they put them on they put them on their face they're, and they pretend to be somebody. The rubber masks in point break with the ex president bank robbers. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to remember that one. I Pat, seemed to Patrick Swayze was Ronald Reagan. Oh yes. <laughs> Way better than that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, what a disaster. I, I actually watched it. I, I, I wanted to break my TV. It was just un, unbelievable. I did, too. I watched it, too. 
So I, I watch that and I watch these hearings with the Twitter people and it's like, I think we're kind of mixing the two together. It's like, that's okay. Um, so he's talking about, since we're talking about the state of the union. Who's, okay, Biden? Biden, yeah. Yeah, I made a lot of notes. Yeah, you did. Did you Always well prepared. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, I, I watched the whole painful thing. But you don't stick to the script because we go off. I, I know we do. <laughs> so. People have accused me of that before. It's like, oh, well, you just got, well, yeah, I get sidetracked sometimes. That's okay. We always come back, right? <laughs> um, Excuse me. <clears throat> so here, here's the point I want to make, kind of back to that, that thing with the congressional hearing, is what Twitter was doing. Now, I learned this like on the radio station. It's like when I was told, well, you can't have just certain political candidates on that represent the party that you like. You have to invite everyone. Okay, so. Yeah, that's, well, there's a law. It's called equal time on the radio. Right, and to violate that is called electioneering. Right. Okay, so here's the question I've got. Keyword electioneering. Electioneering. Okay, Mm -hmm. so. Is that what Twitter was doing? Of course. I, nobody has brought that topic up. I, as a matter of fact, well, nobody it, it, except it, me just now has brought that up. It, it, well, they didn't use the, the word electioneering, which I love. Yeah. Um, but they did use, you know, because they hid the Hunter Biden story before the election. And then you saw polls where they have said, you know, oh, that could have changed the votes of 10% of the people if they knew about this. Yeah. Which is why, again, they hid here we are in the midterms last November. And what did they hide? They hide Biden's classified documents that were found a week before the midterm elections. Mm-hmm. I mean, and this is the guy who said he was going to be the most, um, um, he was going to unite the country. He was going to take responsibility. He was going to, you know, be compassionate, blah, 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 be blah, transparent. Blah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he has just, vi- he lied. You have my word as a Biden. He's, you, he's lied every <laughs> what single What good is that? Yeah, I mean, I just, when he says that, I'm like, hey, because uh, I, I call him now the poltergeist president. Uh, I don't know if you saw my Twitter. The poltergeist president? Yeah, I'll have to show you. Okay, you'll have to explain that one to me. I, I was, uh, you know, on YouTube, you know, some weird stuff comes up and it's like, oh, poltergeist from the 1980s. Right, I remember watching, that movie. I saw it. And then I'm, I'm watching a couple things and I'm like, holy They're crap. here. Well, yeah. not, not the TV, but um, <laughs> it was, I'll have to show you, go through my Twitter feed here. But because I get up at 530, yeah, right here. Yeah, yeah. At least you can show Stella that one. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That that creepy old guy from Poltergeist. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I call him President Poltergeist. <laughs> he does kind of look like that guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um I don't know where we were going. Uh you know, I've kind of forgotten where we were going now. <laughs> oh, the State of the Union? Yes, we were talking about that. Yeah, I mean, just complete lies from this guy. Oh and, yeah, and, one right after the other. And then you have to wonder is it dementia or is it he knows he's lying, or he's being fed this, and he well, yeah. It. Do you think he really writes this stuff himself? No, no, no. President no. writes the State of the Union, but they do make notes. But he's I don't gotten know. really good at the teleprompter, though. I mean, he's was on it, like reading it really well before he stumbled and he stuttered. He still and, mumbles all the time. You know, time. I think I think they juice him up uh, mm-hmm. before he does these important speeches. Yeah, they probably like, all right here. Take some Centrum <laughs> for eighty-year-olds. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the guy is just a walking fossil. Yeah. I mean, he really is. Hey, so we're at the end of this uh, segment, so I want to I go into, I want to continue going into this a little bit more because, as you can see, I made a lot of notes. Um, so we'll be right back after the break. <laughs> 